If you would please turn Romans 12:8, we are going along with the study here today. One of my favorite spiritual gifts of all time, ruling. And some of you are probably thinking, a ruler? Like one of those wooden rulers that the Catholic nuns used to beat people with if you went to Catholic school back in the day? I don't know. If anybody here go to Catholic school? I wouldn't think so. Your parents beat you? I, I had a ruler across the hiney once or twice. Um, they don't make them like they used to. I don't care what anybody says about a paddle versus a ruler. That ruler, if you get it just right, and you, it hurts. Can I get an amen who's experienced that? You've actually experienced that, some of you guys? Today, that's child abuse. It's okay. All right, so we're going to be talking about ruling. Go ahead with me. We're going to read 12.8. Or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that, what? Ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. So what is it? Hear it again, that big word, the, say it, supernatural ability to preside over a group of people in which you are making tough and sometimes uncomfortable decisions. Rulers make determinations and superintended God's people, motivating them to serve and incorporate the mission of the local church. So, look with me at the first blank here. Ruler. One who enforces what? Rules. rules. I am telling you right now to write rules. Did I just enforce a rule? Yes. Right? We've enforced that. One who enforces rules. Order upon a group of people. Let's look at some of these verses here. Go back all the way to Genesis 24. If you don't know where it's at, it's somewhere near the front. Starting 24.2, we're going to look at a couple verses here. And I hope some of you guys walk away with this lesson. It's like, okay, we, we understand rule as someone who presides over us, kind of gives us, tells us what to do, because we're all under someone's authority, whether we like it or not, and we're going to get more into that. But kind of like, uh, oh, okay, that kind of makes more sense, right? So 24.2. And Abraham said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my, th under thy, excuse me, under my thigh. Go over to 41, chapter 41. Verse 40. Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled only in the throne will I be greater than thou. In Exodus 18.21, one book over. Let's go here. Eighteen twenty one. Moreover, thou shalt provide out of all the people able men, such as fear God, or such as fear God, men of truth, hating covetousness, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and of hundreds and of fifties and of now this isn't math class okay but yes thank you and let's look also look at what we're there verse 25 
And Moses chose able men out of all Israel and made them heads of the people. Again, rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. All right. How are we supposed to, we're just going to skip just for time's sake, but you can look those other verses up. How is somebody supposed to rule? With diligence. What is it? Somebody, what's diligence? Carlin. Example, Joe Biden. Yes, I'm bringing this up. You're hearing this on the recording. What a visionary, right? Taking our country in the right direction. Prosperous times, high inflation, high gas prices. We had a bunch of Kevin McAllister's out last night. We talked about the uh, grocery bill from the movie 30 years ago was how much, Corey? It was $12. $12, today it's $75. What a vision, right? What a ruler. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, we get all that. Thank you, Carlin. So what is it? Again, steady application of any kind. Somebody consistent. Consistent is your blank. Turn with me to Deuteronomy 6, 7. Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. If you go to Joshua, it's too far. I don't know anybody who cannot just do that without doing the song in your head. Deuteronomy 6, 7. <coughs> and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. 17. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments. We're going to talk about the Old Testament um, salvation here under, under the law in the Old Testament. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he hath commanded thee. Command. Commands have to come from a? A rule. This is for the children. I need you to keep it down in the back. I know, right? Let's go over to Proverbs 4.23. I am. Should do 13 of these in a row, 13 weeks. Well, too far, too far. Pro why, why is there talking? Be quiet. Be quiet. It's my time. Reclaiming my time. Proverbs 4.23. It should be highlighted. Who knows it? Noah, since you're talking, go ahead. Yeah. Keep thou heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. For out of it are the issues of life. 12.24. Let's go over there. Let's tackle some of these verses. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. And where's my spot there? And then also 2519. Let's go there. If you have time later, highlight some of these. 2519. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. I've read that before, but it just makes sense after what I just said about Joe Biden, <laughs> when, when you read that, um, there is no confidence in that man. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to mush these together, but it's just when, when, I, when I talk about ruling and when you see what the Bible has to say about it and you see where we have people in leadership right now, now man, I'm not trying to jump ahead, it's, it's just, it's mind boggling. It really is, you just wonder why. 
but there's a reason and there, we also have to be in, come under subjection of that biblically. So we're going to get into this. So Corey touched based, not last week. Yeah. Was it last week? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I had to leave. Yeah. On the government. Mind you, whatever you feel about the government, we are supposed to be under governmental authority, right? Again, mind how it is right now. It may, <laughs> I think the White House is a retirement home, basically. However, this ties together. The executive, actually, before I even go there, who knows the three bodies? I want to know. I, yeah, because there's people, there's people in the Senate and Congress who don't know. Who said it? Danny, let's hear it. Not the presidency? Okay, they don't know the joke. We have people in Congress who don't even know it. They'll say legislative, judicial, and the presidency. <laughs> They're stupid. Executive, you are correct. Thank you. So the executive branch of our government carries out, executes, right, the laws and orders produced by the legislative branch. Legislative branch makes the laws, correct? Those who are spiritually gifted to be rulers have a spirit, have a similar gift in that they are good at executing. No, that's not execution style. I would be fantastic at that. I would definitely go all old school medieval ways of doing things, bring back the guillotine, the beheadings, things of that nature. Corey's like, yes. <laughs> What's the one where they stretch them out? To dismember all the joints? Yeah, go that way. Some of you guys are going to walk away here with nightmares like, oh my gosh, it's barbaric. Yes, it is. So they're good at executing and enforcing plans, visions, and laws that are agreed upon. Let's go over to Romans 13. Romans 13. Just going to look at 1 through 7 here. It's an easy read. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Real quick, what does that mean? Ben, what's that mean? Uh, that you should listen to your authority. Okay. So if I'm up here and I have your attention, I'm technically in a position of authority, right? As much as it grieves me and hurts my heart to say it, Corey is in charge here. I truly have zero problem with that. It's been his... He's in a position of authority for myself and Rick are under his leadership. I have zero problem with that. And that's okay. It's what he's been called to do, right? As you're, he's an intern, so we'll see if he makes it. But as a pastor, right? So whatever he says does go at the end of the day. And I agree with them. I'll follow what he says to do. Can he do it by himself? No, he needs me. Gosh, does he need me. Thank you, Heather. He needs Rick. We need to help each other. But... What he says, go. When I'm out in the, in the streets and you see me in uniform, who's the boss? You. Say it again, Noah. You. That's right. I'm in charge. <laughs> you, I almost pulled over Corey the other day. I forgot. I don't know if he told you that. I get up behind this white vibe. I go, oh, man, that looks like it's got to be Corey. And I'm in my cruiser. I'm riding his bumper. And I call him. And he looks back and he waves at me. And I was this close to pulling over, but we're on a hill going down Fulton. I'm like... Knowing him, he's going to be so dumb and stop like right in the middle of the street. Like there's nowhere to pull over. He's so I, pulled over enough. He's good. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah, two tickets in like under a month. Anyway, there is authority that comes to what my job entails. Like I can stop you. 
I can take away your God-given rights for a crime that you violate, right? I mean, so we do have to kind of fall into that subjection. You guys in your schools, you're under that with your teachers, right? When you're at home, you're under the authority of your parents, right? We all are fall under authority of a ruler of some sort, somewhere. We all have to, bosses, even if we don't like it, they're there for a reason. And I'm kind of jumping ahead on that, but thank you, Ben. Did you already uh, answer that for me? Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but, but of God. The powers that be ordained of God, whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. Verse 3, for rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. So we're talking good and evil. There's good rulers, right? And there's bad rulers. Simple as that. You guys understand. But if thou do that which is evil, did I read that? Be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute, there's that word, wrath, upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore ye, wherefore ye must needs be subject not only for wrath, but also for conscience sake. For, for, for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they, are, for they are God's ministers attending continually upon this very thing. Verse 7, Render therefore to all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. It's not always easy having to do what you're being told, right? But, I mean, it comes down to a hard issue. But one who rules in Corey's position in here, leading us as a senior high, when you do it well and do it right, it's easy to fall into obeying and complying, right? I mean, I treat people with the utmost respect when I'm out there working every time. But every now and then, you just get some bozo who likes to challenge the authority. Are you one of those bozos? Do you challenge authority? Do you challenge your teachers? Do you challenge your parents? Be careful. Be careful about that. And if you are somebody who has the gift of ruling, who has the ability to naturally, supernaturally just take charge, are you doing so diligently? Some of you guys kind of have that natural ability to lead, to kind of take charge. We see it. Girls, I'm talking to you as well. Some of you guys have that. But are you doing so with a meek heart? Are you somebody who people can like, you know what, I, I, could, I could go under that umbrella of comfort, of guidance. I mean, say what you want. I know Corey and I joke about this all the time, but he's, he does a fantastic job of doing this. That's why there's no problems with us being under his leadership. It's not a competition. If I really wanted this job, I could have had it. I'm kidding. Totally kidding. But, it, but it's true. I have zero problems with that. I had zero problems when Stephen did it. But outside of here, He's under my authority. <laughs> Y'all are when you see me out and about. Just kidding. Stop. Where are we at on time? Did you? Okay, we're good. Rulers, letter C, should not rule in such a way that exhaust, exhaust with demand people. Ah, all right. Let's let's. We're gonna go old school. Let's go back to Leviticus. 25. 
If you guys get a chance to read Leviticus, man, is it captivating. I mean, it's a page turner. And you just crave it more and more again that when you're done, you might just start over and then rip your eyeballs out of your head. 25, Leviticus 25, 43. When I had to do this for JBI, I, <laughs> I'll admit it, I get down to like chapter 15. I'm like, okay, we're going to auditory. <laughs> it got so rough. So I did a lot of it in the car when I was working. It's, yeah, it's tough. All right, 25, 43. Thou shalt not rule over him with rigor, but shalt fear thy God. Again, don't rule in a way where you're exhausting people, guys, where you're just like, oh, I don't want to work with this guy. I don't want to work with this girl. I mean, this comes into your jobs. I don't know if some of you have jobs here now where you have a boss. You're just like, okay, can't do this anymore. You're just up and quit. Anybody have work with somebody like that? Jeez, Rick, you don't got to throw your hand up so quick. Yeah, I get it. I, I enjoy my job. I enjoy my department. Megan, don't laugh. But there is leadership there that is just, it makes you just, huh? It drives me nuts. And it is hard. I am with you guys who battle with this. I battle with it to be in subjection to them, to fall it Because sometimes it's flat out wrong what they do, what they think is right. However, and this is the part we have to remember, if you, if you battle with this like I do, it comes back to your heart and you have to be subject under authority because it's biblical. If you believe the Bible, guys, it changed. you have to start your change here. It may not be always right. Now, I'm not saying, hey, I'm going to use my job for an example. If we're given an order or in the military, if anyone's in, no one here's in the military, if you know if they give an order, am I supposed to do it? This is a question. Yeah. Yes, you're supposed to carry out. If not, you could be court-martialed, you could be held in contempt. I mean, there's a lot of things that can go, you know, weary from doing that. So that's hard. If I've been told to do things, I'm like, that violates such and such Fourth Amendment. And I'm not here to talk about amendments. Uh, you can look it up later. But if police are known to violate that, you got to be careful. That's something that's really big on that. So, and if they tell you to do something, you're just like, mm, I don't know about that because I don't want to make case law. However, there is times where if there's something that's going to be done ethically and morally against really what I believe and what the Bible says, you got to ask yourself, will you do it? It's a hard, it's a, it's a fine line, right? And you guys probably have been in a situation like that. you just like, I don't know, that, that goes against what I believe. We're seeing that in today in society. What's right is wrong, wrong is right. I mean, we talked about the executive branch of government that carries out these new laws that the, that the uh, legislative branch is making. And it's like, how do I fall under that? Because I don't agree with it. Now, we know government and authority is biblical, right? You guys see that. But, and we talked about this in uh, some of the books in JBI for leadership, or uh, First and Second Timothy. And it's something that Jay taught in JBI not that long ago. I remember asking, it's like, I don't agree with 90% of what this administration, I, I mean, I'm being generous, it's probably a little more, what they stand for, Right. Why should I fall under their leader? Why should I fall under their authority? And Jay just basically, because it's biblical, we're supposed to pray for them. And that is such a hard pill to swallow when you know something is wrong. So what do we do in a situation like that? And I'm not trying to rabbit trail off this. I'm not trying to digress, but follow me on this. Think of it, think of it in a situation in your life where you know you're falling under subjection of that. 
How are you dealing with it? Is your countenance changed? Do you have a bad attitude out of it? Or is that supposed to change here and how we're supposed to pray about those things, right? You guys following, tracking? Because I struggle with that. I struggle with the authority that is over me sometimes at my department with things that they do that they think is right. I don't think it's right. However, I fall into that subjection. And there's times I know you guys are probably going through that same thing. So examine that. And at the end of the day, come back. It's like, you know what? Take that up with God. Pray about it. All right. I know I kind of lost trail there, but did I read 43 already? Did I? Okay, go over to 46. Uh, and ye shall take them as an inheritance for your children after you. Same chapter, verse 46. To inherit them for possession. They shall be your bondmen forever, but over your, but, but over your brethren, the children of Israel, ye shall not rule one over another with rigor. And 53, same chapter. And as a yearly hired servant shall he be with him, and the other shall not rule with vigor over him in the sight. Letter D. And we just kind of talked about this. It is godly. It is godly to follow and to submit to a ruler's leadership. 1 Corinthians 11, 11, 1. 1 Corinthians 11, 1. Too far, too far. So we just touched on this. It is godly to follow and submit to a ruler's leadership. 11, so look at me, look at verses 1 through 3. Be ye followers of me, even as I also am of Christ. Who's talking? Paul, thank you. Now I praise you, brethren, that ye remember me in all things and keep the ordinances I deliver, as I deliver them unto you. But I would have you know that the head of every man is... Who's in charge? Christ. And the head of the woman is the... Sorry, girls, I didn't write it. I'm just speaking it. And the head of Christ is... What's the pattern here? Thank you. What's the pattern here? It's not a pyramid scheme. Come on. What do we say? Carlin. There's always a head. Go ahead, AJ. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah. Yes. You guys are seeing it. There's an order, right? There's an order in our judicial system. What are they? Executive, legislative, judicial. You just said our judicial system. That was confusing. It is judicial. Executive, legislative, judicial branch. You said there's order in our judicial system. So I'm sorry. In our branches is what I meant. 3.30 a.m. I know what you meant. Thank you. He knew what, he knew what I meant. All right. Very good. All right. Acts 23. Go back to Acts. Put it this way. If some of you ever wanted to be uh, politicians run, run for office, you probably got a pretty good chance compared to some of the people there. All right, 23, as soon as I get there, how did I miss it? Verse 5, then said Paul, I wist not, basically I know not, brethren, that he was the high priest, for it is written, thou shalt not speak evil of the ruler of thy people. Oh, man, that's hard to do sometimes, right? That's, it's hard not to. It's, it's hard not to challenge. However, we have to. 
go back to again letter D. It is golly to follow and submit. We have to submit under that. Again, and if that's something that's hard for you, if you guys are struggling with that, pray. I don't have any other answers for that other than you have to pray about it. You have to go before the Lord on this because it tells us we are to submit under a ruler. Now, I'm not saying that if something, and I don't think even at your, at your schools, hopefully not, that you guys have put in a situation that badly to where you've had to not submit under their authority, but you should be wise enough to know what the Bible says and what you believe to know the difference and to make a decision. I, I look at it as, you know, we talked about what's, what's wrong is right, what's right is wrong. People now who we, that we know is doing completely wrong, it feels like they argue everything under authority. They don't want to be subjective under authority at all. People challenge our, you know, my authority out in, in, in work all the time. Now, I, I say that loosely. We do get most people that will comply in our area. Thank goodness we're not so far, you know, abstract from normal reality. However, every now and then you get one of those constitutionalists or I'm not driving officer, I'm traveling. I don't have to produce my driver's license. Okay, if you've ever seen one of those videos, it never ends good for them, <laughs> ever. And I tell them that too. It's like, I don't know if you watch these on YouTube or anything like that, but people that think like you who don't fall under, um, you know, subject to ruling, who they just think they're above reproach and that the rules don't apply, it never ends well. It doesn't. And that's why there's a biblical pattern we are to follow. All right? So it's godly to follow and submit to rulers' leadership. Uh, we just hit those verses. So let's look at some examples. Moses is an example. We're already in Acts. Go to chapter 7. We're looking at verse uh, 35. Moses here. This Moses whom they refused, saying, Who made thee a ruler and a judge? The same did God send to be a ruler and a deliverer by the hand of the angel which appeared to him in the bush. Did Moses speak with God? It's a question. Yes. yes. Okay. Numbers 12. Let's go all the way back to Numbers. Another riveting book. Chapter 12. And I'm not knocking the books, just so you guys know. It's just, have a lot of caffeine in your system when you read these. <laughs> Stay awake. All right. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses, verse 1, because of the Ethiopian woman who he had married. For, why? For he had married an Ethiopian woman. And they said, Hath the Lord indeed spoken only by Moses? Hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Nehemiah. Let's go there. Nehemiah 13. Mm -mm. Just lost my spot. All right, 1311. Then contended I with the rulers and said, Why is the house of God forsaken? And I gathered them together and set them in their place. 1931. Go over to chapter 19. No, that's not right. Hang on. Verse 19 through 30. You know what? I can't see that glare. We're good. Let's get some readers. We're going to read 19 through 31. Just go in uh, 
Actually, same chapter, 13. Sorry. Alex, just read. Just read 19 through 31. Is that hard for you? All of it? No. Part of it. Yes, all of it. Somebody else who wants to read? Who can do it? You can do it. The whole thing. And it came to pass that when the gates of Jerusalem began to be dark before the Sabbath, I command that the gates should be shut and charged that they should not be opened till after the Sabbath. And some of my servants set I at the gates that there should not no burden be brought in on the Sabbath day. So the merchants and sellers of all kind of ware lodged outside Jerusalem once or twice. Then I testified against them and said to them, Why lodge you about the wall? you do so again, I will lay hands on you. From that time forth came they no more on the Sabbath. And I commanded the Levites, and they should cleanse themselves, and that they should come and keep the gates to sanctify the Sabbath day. Remember me, O my God, concerning this also, and spare me according to the greatness of your mercy. In those days also saw I Jews that had married wives of Ashtod, of Ammon, and Moab. And their children spoke half in the speech of Ashdod, and could not speak in the Jews' language, but according to the language of each people. And I contended that them, and cursed them, that and smote be certain of them, and plucked up off their hair, and made them swear by God, saying, You shall not give your daughters to their sons, nor take their daughters to your sons, or for yourselves. Did not Solomon, king of Israel, sin by these things? Yet among many nations was there no king like him, who was beloved of his God. And God made him king over all Israel. Nevertheless, even him did outlandish women because this caused the sin. Shall we then hearken to you do, to do all this great evil, to transgress against our God in marrying strange wives? And one of the sons of Joed, the son of Eli, Elisha, and high priest was son-in-law of Sanballat, the uh, Horonite. Therefore I ch chased him from me. Remember them, O my God, because they have defiled the priesthood and the covenant, covenant of the priesthood and of the Levites. Thus cleansed I them from all strangers, and appointed the wards of the priest and the Levites, every one in his business. And for the wood offering at times appointed, and for the first fruits, remember me, oh my God, for good. Thank you. I know that was a lot. You have such a beautiful reading voice. No. All right. Ba basically, in a nutshell, uh, they're talking about um, forbidden of, uh, oh my gosh, Corey, help me out, marriage. Um, just lost the word. Arrange marriages. Arrange marriages. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, where was I at with this here? So those are examples of Moses, Nehemiah, husbands and wives and families by God's design are equipped by God to be the rulers of their home. These are very familiar verses, but we're going to turn to them anyway. First Timothy 3, 4. Go there with me. Too far. Mm -hmm. 
3, 4, and 5. Or chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Okay. So guys, if you look at that, boys and girls, you're subject under your parents, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Ephesians 6, 1, turn there. Everybody read this out loud. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I think you guys had to do that when you were younger, dude, didn't you? Because we make Logan say this all the time, especially when he messes up. Yeah. And he'll, he'll sit there, he'll be like, I go, what does Ephesians 6 1 say? Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Look at me and say it. And he'll do it, I get these tears in his eyes. And I'm trying to be tough about it, but I'm always like, dude, my heart breaks when he does that. Like, I hate, I hate doing that. Then you got Corey, what he does, he duct tape his kids to the wall <laughs> and does it. And, and, and you wonder why, why it's probably going to be a serial killer. So it's, I, I'm seeing it in, in Wyatt too. I'm just saying. He's, he's setting the pace. So, but it's true. We are supposed to, so the man, obviously, husband is over the wives and the families of God. It's how it's designed. It's just the way he did it. Take it up with them when we get there. But guys, you have an important job to do as well, though. You got to keep, I mean, Rick, Corey, myself, we got to keep our house in order. It's, <coughs> excuse me, it's not always the easiest, but we are to. How, Corey, this, this ties to you. How are you supposed to be leading in the church if you don't have it in order, right? I mean, it's true. There's a command here. We're supposed to do it. Now, thank goodness for wives. Thank goodness. Amen. Yeah, you guys. It's not rhetorical. Anyway, thank you, ladies in the back. Thank you, Jamie at home, for that help. Because with us three, there's no way we could do it by ourselves. No, no way. Amen. You're a little, you're a little too late. You're a little too late. So, girls, you also have a very, very big responsibility, and I will always give you the upper hand over the guys, just because we're we're dumber. And again, if you look like it, look at it in a perspective of leadership, yes, there are more men in authority. You understand why? I mean, biblically, there's, there's a reason behind it. But man, you sit back like, pretty dumb. Yes, we are. So it's important that we know this book inside and out. However, that's where you guys come in as well to help balance that out, balance out the dumbness. So thank you. <laughs> Colossians 3.20, who's got it? Anybody have that memorized? No? I said 320. Go ahead, read it. I'm not there. Go ahead, AJ. Children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Yeah, that's that one we use with Logan as well. Not as much, but good job. Thank you. It's well-pleasing. Now, we've talked about biblical examples. We've talked about... Oh, sorry, that's turned on. Biblical examples. We've talked about ruling in general of who it's to enforce and how you're supposed to enforce it and how you're supposed to be, be diligent and how you're supposed to execute that out and also to not exhaust those things. Because we want to be, guys, I mean, if, if that's, again, if that's your gift, we want to be a good ruler. We want to look at him like, you know what? He does a good job. 
I can follow that. I, I can be under subjection of that. I, I like how he does it. He, he's, he's a good boss. And there's, and there's a lot of ways we can look at it, but obviously in this context of what the Bible says, you, know, you, you, want, you want to be somebody who your employees or your people can follow, right? I mean, basically at the, at the, at the end of it. However, there are, with the good, there's the bad. There's potential pitfalls. Some of those pitfalls, a potential pitfall is not ruling diligently. Okay, so we talked about you have to be diligent, but if you're not doing it or ruling in an ungodly manner, that's your blank, ungodly. If you're ruling in an ungodly manner, turn me to Proverbs 29. course I didn't grab my JBI Bible today which is all my good stuff in it I had the other one Proverbs 29 uh, we're gonna look at verse 2 when the righteous are in authority the people what rejoice but when the but when the wicked beareth rule the people mourn again we were in I think in better times under the former administration we were happy we rejoiced gas prices were cheap prices were low Considerably, you could buy a house under this new administration, this new authority. We mourn. It doesn't take a, a blind man can, can see that, right? Verse twelve, same chapter. If a ruler hearken to lies, all of his servants are wicked. Be a good ruler. Don't lie. Don't be deceitful. Do it so honorably. Be somebody that people want to be like. I, I, before I got in law enforcement, I got to work as a manager for Verizon. And one thing that people always told me that they, that they appreciated was how I was always fair and good to them. So, and that, that's probably the biggest takeaway for me is knowing that when I, when I did leave to go into law enforcement, they said that was the biggest thing they would miss is just me being around. And that's, I'm not tooting my own horn. I just, that to me is a bigger thing. Like I want to be the guy that you don't want to see retire. Like, that's what I want to leave behind, that I was a good guy, a good, a good employee, one that was fun to be around with. And I hopefully, I mean, you guys, if, would your peers talk about that with you? Would you have teachers that say the same thing? Oh, I'm, I'm going to miss you. Kendall, I bet your teachers think that about you. Sammy, I'm sure they're like, gosh, I cannot wait till she gets out of here. Am I right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> Just picking on you. But it's true. Are, are you that kind of student, guys? Are you someone that people want to be around? Or are you just like, oh, man. So think about that. Um, uh, Ecclesiastes, let's go there. And did I give you the verse? I'm sorry. Ecclesiastes 8 9. All this have I seen and applied my heart unto every work that is done under the sun. There is a time wherein one man ruleth over another to his own hurt. Basically, it's submission to authority helps guide us to a place of obedience when we do that. That's what this verse is talking about. In Colossians 4.1, go there. Sorry for all the jumping around. Colossians 4.1, Masters, give unto your servants that which is just and equal knowing that ye also have a master in heaven. Uh, 
And then look with me. Did I skip one? Ephesians 6, 9. Sorry, go there. And ye masters, do the same things unto them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven, neither is there respective persons with him. Treat others the way you guys want to be treated, basically, right? Rule, if you, again, if you have that gift of ruling, do so with the right attitude, right heart attitude to treat others the way you'd want to be treated. Letter G, another pitfall is desiring to rule over too much or everything. Despite what you might think of me, it's a joke. I don't do that on purpose, although I do have the authority, like I talked about when I'm in uniform. I could pull you over, I could tow your car, I could put a boot on it. Heck, I could even steal your car. To some of you, that's happened. And nothing happened to me for it. Didn't you cry? I think you did. Desiring to rule over... It's too much over everything. As a ruler, there is a danger... Hear this. This is true, because there's some people in here, I guarantee you struggle with this. As a ruler, there is a danger of thinking you were always right. We're not always right. Corey, I got news for you. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Rick, we're not always right. We're not. However, one, <laughs> those who have kind of gone through it longer, like us, who have done, had you know, just more experience with it, we have learned. We've gone through things. I'll tell you right now. Your other pastors, Pastor Aaron, Pastor Stephen, Pastor Tom, they're not always right. Why? We're human. We make mistakes. You guys are going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. But wanting something, desiring something so much, be careful with that. Honestly, I, I used to have a desire to really excel my career when I got into it because I Law enforcement is not hard. It's common sense. The problem is we don't have a lot of it in my workforce. I don't know what it is about it. I, I honestly feel like the dumber you are, the more you excel to the top. <laughs> Megan's back here, yeah. It's true. It is. I don't know what it is. I don't play that game that you, you become the, the supervisor. And I used to want to be that, like I'm, I'm going to be up here. If I did that, it would take me away from everything here. I love what I get to do. Because one, I have more time to be here with you guys and do this, but staying where I'm at, I don't have those desires anymore like I used to, to want to have the authority over the guys I work with. I technically already do when it depends on, you know, who I'm working with as a, as a senior corporal, you know, officer, be, be, being, you know, a field training officer and whatnot. But when you desire those other things, be careful if you want to be up here, because you're going to get knocked down a couple pegs. Yes. That's right. Thank you. Be careful about that. There is a danger thinking you're always right. We're almost done, but go over to uh, James. You guys doing okay? James. My brethren, uh, sorry, James 3, and we're looking at verses 1 and 2. My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle the whole body. Listen, guys, we all make mistakes. That's what we're talking about here. But we need to get self-control. You need to bridle your whole body. Control yourself. Be careful what you say. Don't take on more than you can handle. Can you, can you not go off my notes? I, I was going to say that. Sorry. I thought you were moving on to the next point. No. 
in it. Okay. I was, whatever. Many things I offend all Andy, sorry. Letter H. <laughs> Even though it is biblical, we're going to wrap up here. Even though it is biblical, it's your blank. And right to respect and submit to the rulers who are over us. Again, we all have them. Every single one of us. The balance is we must understand that we are ultimately judged by who? By God. Again, for time's sake, we'll let you guys look at these later. We are past. Actually, you know what? No, I'm going to pull Corey. We're going to go two more minutes. Go to Hebrews uh, 13. And I think I missed one. Ephesians 5.21. Look it up later. Look at a couple here in, uh, in Hebrews. Chapter, uh, chapter 13, verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. 17. Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls. Who are we talking about here? Pastors. As they that must give account. Ooh, Corey, you got a big responsibility. That they may do it with joy and not with grief. And for that isn't unprofitable for you. I know we kind of joke around about that. It's like a Corey's going to have to be uh, held accountable for that. They watch over your soul. Who wants that job? That's a big deal. That's a very, very big deal. So every time I read that verse, I was like, man, I would not want that. I, yeah, I, have, I hold a lot of authority in my position, but not quite like that, like a pastor. That's crazy. Better man than me for that, Corey. That's the only compliment I'm going to give you on that end. But yeah, pastors, think about that. Obey them, they have the rule over you. Submit yourselves, for they watch over your souls. And same chapter, go down to verse 24 with me. Salute them all, or salute all them that have the rule over you and all the saints. They of Italy salute you. Why is that on there? That's funny. Okay. Anyway, aside from that, guys, there's other verses we can look at here just for time's sake. We're not. You can highlight some of those. We all, there's people in our lives that are, have authority over us outside of your parents as well. I mean, in context, you guys live in a home, you're subject to your parents. When you're at school, you're under your teacher's authority. When you're at work, under your employers, okay? Be careful what you desire. If this is, if this is something where you guys, uh, it's a stronghold for you, where you guys are naturally born leaders, be careful though, okay? Be somebody that somebody would want to follow, can, can get behind. But at the end of the day, we fall under what God says and what the Bible says. This is our ultimate authority. This is our ultimate ruler right here. All right? All right, let's pray.